I mean, no one comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning. This is Phil Stargell, and this is the Abolitionists Roundtable of Michigan. We on the air and flying high. Mm-hmm. Good morning to our co-hosts, Ron Edwards and Bruce Flurry. And uh, today uh, is is a pretty happy day. Uh, what do you think about that decision, uh, Ron? Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm, I was just overjoyed. Um, I could just um, not only because it happened, but because it, it also sends a message that uh, uh, we're not, uh, more and more Americans are not listening to the claptrap uh, that's been com- coming out of the mouths of those in the left-wing media. We're not being intimidated by the protest groups who want to burn down neighborhoods and beat people up and, uh, you know, threaten the lives of individuals like Rittenhouse, who only did what God gave him the right to do and defended himself. And thank God almighty that uh, Rittenhouse uh, got totally exonerated on all the issues, on all the accounts. And uh, that's, in my opinion, is a good, good day for this country. And uh, it's what we, what we, what we need to do, uh, Phil and Bruce, is uh, look at this situation, celebrate it, but we have to build on it. We cannot sit on our laurels and, 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 and you know, just sit around that victory. We got to move on now. And, and, and push on and push on like never before. Um, I hope that Rittenhouse turns around like Sandman did and sues the bejesus out of uh, the media and out of these uh, special interest groups who were going after him. And Phil and Bruce, come on. Yeah. Where in the world can you logically find racism in this entire issue? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like, I mean, these people are just almost, they're bordering on retarded, uh, calling him a, a white supremacist. And the reason why he got away with it is because of right, white supremacy. No, the reason why he didn't get away with anything, he, it, it's the reason why the principle stood is because by God's grace, it was recognized that he only defended himself. And we just understand, you know, these people really expose themselves once again uh and revealed how tough of a battle we still have to restore this republic i mean if you're if you're if people are that crazy you see one guy who's white shoot the three other individuals and they're all white Mm -hmm. and then you derived racism and that's the thing you run on whether you're joyless what's your name joy joyless reed yeah the squad member and yeah. Aniana uh, Presley, yeah, yeah, and all these individuals, so guys. This is just—it's uh, a wonderful decision, but it is really representation, <clears throat> a representation of how stupid 
a lot of Americans are. And I hate to say that because, uh, you know, they're a reflection on our country. Yeah. Well, uh, you're right about that, Ron. Yeah, you're right about that, Ron. And and the thing is, you know, I'm happy about it too, but I'm also I'm angry at the same time that that this man, young man, had to go through this. Yep. He had to get the uh, the the Ray uh, what was it Ray Donovan treatment? You know, where where do I go and I get my reputation back? Uh, right. You know, his life has been destroyed. I mean, he's 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 it, it's going to take a, a tremendous amount of of, uh, of grit and determination and intestinal fortitude for this young man to recover. But from what I've seen, the way he carried himself in the courtroom, um, you know, and I didn't follow it that closely, but uh, I'll tell you what, uh, if the governor of the great state of Wisconsin had done his job in the first place, done his mm-hmm. damn job in the first place, this would never have happened. The, the first re- responsibility of any government is to secure the rights of the citizens and to protect them from violence or uh, domestic violence, that type of thing, like it says in the Constitution of the United States. And he did not do it because he had a mad on for Donald Trump. And the time that it took, the time that was wasted between the time these riots started and the time they were finally quelled, tremendous damage was done considering the size of that community. I think Kenosha is probably on the on the side, not, not even as big as uh, uh, what's it, uh, South Bend in terms uh, of population. And the only ones who the, and the and the and the the media run and the, and, and 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 Phil was saying that oh uh, Kyle Rittenhouse went across state lines with a gun to, to purposely shoot people. No, the people that crossed state lines to to harm other people were the rioters, not these uh, so-called peaceful protests. And this. Is 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 so maddening to me, and and that's another thing. Going to going to the trial, uh, what do you what do you think was more was more idiotic or or a stupider move? One of the prosecutors leveling a gun at a group of jurors in a closed courtroom with his finger on the trigger. Never mind, never mind. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't loaded. That is something you never do. And and what is what is dumber, that or MSNBC sending a chase car? after the bus carrying the jurors oh, who were man. not sequestered, by the way. Yeah. As we'd be in other trials, back to a parking lot. And and the only re- the only way we found out, out about that, Ron and Phil, was that this guy ran a stop sign. <laughs> yeah. And he got pulled over and the cops asked him what he was doing. Which well, which one is dumber? And this is this brings us to the point of what is the responsibility of our elected officials? Uh, for for this kind of uh, of yeah. uh, uh, treachery to go on in the justice system, because somebody had to uh, get this idea that that uh, there was something valuable in 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 uh, exposing the jurors to the public, you know, right. and and so you know, and and so I I say this. Our elected officials, the, the the Republican elected officials, keep running around talking about there's going to be a red wave. Well, you know, we had a red wave, in a sense, mm-hmm. with the election of Donald Trump. And I did not like the Republicans' party uh, welcoming uh, uh, protocol for welcoming uh, Trump into the uh, to the party as an outsider. 
yeah. you know, he never did get cooperation from Paul Ryan no. and Mitch McConnell that he should yeah, have right. gotten. Mm -hmm. and, and now we we hear them talking about, well, there's going to be a red wave. Well, it was uh, if it is a red wave, it's not going to be because of the officials that we elected. We need to make sure that some of them feel the wrath of the people because they did a very nasty thing to the Tea Party yeah. and to Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And uh and and I I'll never forgive them for that because there was there was a lot of people that defended the Bush administration from from all of the, the name calling that they did. They call him a, a idiot and a and uh, uh, you know, just all kind of names and, and talked about him bad. And he sit back and said things like, well, uh, you know, we'll leave it up to the history books to, to, to correct the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the real history. And that is not acceptable because there were a lot of other things that he could have did too. And then we see uh, real contempt from a lot of the Republicans against people that will uh, stand up to the the thuggishness of the Democrat Party. And uh, the Democrat Party will turn every incident into a racist incident because mm -hmm. that is all they have. Because every time they get into power, every time they- you mean the Democrat Party. The Democrat yeah. Party, yeah. yes. Every oh, yeah. time they get into power, we have to struggle with what? Inflation. We have to st struggle with uh, joblessness. Mm -hmm. We have to dis uh, just struggle to 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 maintain, and that's what the Democrats want. They want you to come to them to for your everyday bread and, and meat. You know, well, you know Phil, that's not something I want to do. Because they want to control us from cradle to grave, and then you have uh, you mentioned the Republicans. Uh, one of the reasons why I did not. Uh, acquiesce and go along with the Republican Party. They called me several times to to run for for office recently, and I told them I can't do it. I said because uh, I'm a true conservative, and I don't think that if I were elected that I would have your support. You would probably try to undercut cut me. Yeah, uh, and that's what Republicans do. They yeah. they run they run sometimes they run great campaigns and they say the right things, but what they're in office to do. Many Republicans, not all. Because you have some good patriots like Marjorie, uh, Marjorie, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and a few yeah. others. But yeah. for the most part, my my friends, uh, Republicans are the go along to get along gang. They're yeah. more concerned about getting along with, with Democrats and appeasing them than doing what is right on behalf of the American people and, uh, and, and what's good for this republic. And I can give you a myriad of examples if you, if you need me to do that. But uh, I'm sure you know about uh, examples of how the Republican Party, in many cases, has always uh, given up ground, uh, you know, given up ground in the name of cooperation with yes. the Democrats. With the Democrats exactly. But yeah. the Democrats, do you notice the Democrats never do that? No, no. They never have and never will. They browbeat you into into giving up your ground for them, but they continue to march forward. Yeah. Well, there. Well, 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 Ron. Their 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 definition of compromise is uh, what's ours is ours, and what's yours is ours. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, well you know, whole, uh, I feel like 
Phil, you mentioned uh, you mentioned uh, having to deal with with uh, inflation every time the Democrats are in here right now, and this is this is part and parcel of where this whole uh, spending thing is going. I mean, you know, none of these people has ever taken a, even a, so much a, a one course in basic economics. And, you know, because if they did, they would understand what inflation does, how inflation comes about and that type of thing. And that brought to mind a famous quote from a secretary of the treasury by the name of uh, Henry Morgenthau Jr. Uh, you familiar with him, Ron? Henry Morgenthau? Yes. Okay. Well, on, on May 6th, 1939, he confessed, we are spending more than we've ever spent before and it does not work. We have never made good on our promises. I say after eight years of this administration, we have just as much unemployment as when we started and an enormous debt to boot. That was in 1939. Yes. This is coming from a, the Treasury Secretary for Franklin D. Roosevelt, who wanted, Ron, and talk about not paying their fair share, right? He wanted a top rate of 99.5% on all income over $100,000, which is a lot more moolah than it is today, right? Correct. But he ended up settling for 90%. So, wow. I mean, and even, 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 uh, even some Democrats back then at least had some uh, common sense uh, about them, of course. Morgenthau was the same guy who wanted to uh, turn Germany, post-war Germany, into a completely agrarian society, just break the entire country back up into what it was before it was uh, united under under Bismarck. So this is this is something, and now we've got inflation, which is going up at a yeah. record high, uh, the highest inflation rate year over year we've seen since uh, 1992, or 1991, rather. And it's only going to get worse. Well, uh, you look at all this stuff, and this omnibus this is built. 2,400 and some odd pages? How many trees did it take to kill <laughs> to, to make that much paper? Yeah. You know, well, about the same as it is to print a trillion dollars. You know? So, but oh, yeah. That, the, well, the are they going to bring back the trillion dollar coin run? Yeah. There you go. Well, you know, they are, they, they uh, the Democrats, if you don't watch it, they're, they're going to uh, bust this dollar and then go to crypto. You know that would be right down their alley uh, to to, uh, to go to uh, to um, you know bitcoins or something because with that they could they could tell you well certain things can't be bought with bitcoins right. they would love to have uh, an alternative uh, dollar to back our 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 uh, proclivity to spend money you know well, we don't have we don't have anything we don't have anything backing it up yeah. Exactly. I mean, right. the government and, and you, you, you know it, Ron. Uh, Derek knows it. Phil knows it. We all know that the government can never produce anything on its own. All it can do is take. That's okay? right. And to distribute. Yeah. A good example of that is the the lady running for controller of the. Oh yeah. Of the what did she yeah, say? She's a bankrupt the petroleum industry. Yeah, and not only that, but the federal the Federal Reserve guy. Uh, should be empowered with uh, overseeing everybody's bank accounts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So we uh, uh, understand. And then we. What's the old beer, what's the old beer Does it ever get any better than this? <laughs> yeah. And then we look at the, uh, the media. They continue uh -huh. to promote this nonsense as being the thing, the ideal for this country. And that is the exact opposite of what should be 
considered ideal for America because, you know, we are, in my estimation, right now we are at the same crossroads that Venezuela was at a couple of years ago. You know, with with the with the policies of that idiot that they elected, and this is the same thing we're going through right now, and uh, and 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 people are running headlong because Joe Biden and the Democrats are offering some goodies out of a good goodie bag that came over <laughs> with the Titanic. You know? oh, God, yeah, <laughs> the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you look at some of the some of the really stupid aspects, and we seem to have lost uh, Ron momentarily. Hopefully, he'll be, he'll be back up with us in a, in a moment. But um, yeah, there he is. Ron's back with us. Okay, good. You kind of winked out. You kind of winked out there, Ron. Hey, uh, what do you think of uh, tree equity, Ron? <laughs> Did you know equity is mentioned thirty-eight times in this bill? There. Hello. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Ron. Can you hear me? Sorry, we're having folks. We're having a little bit of technical difficulty here, but uh, Bruce, why don't you? Uh, I'm sure, if you heard the question, but it, it, equity is mentioned thirty-eight times in this in this bill, and yeah. you know they and and they want to destroy the domestic and uh, oil and gas uh, industry. Um, that's what this uh, controller uh, candidate said. These small companies should go bankrupt. We should drive them bankrupt. Yeah. And that and that tells you, in my estimation, that tells us um, why Texas almost had a tragedy because of the fact that uh, that they had pushed this this idea of alternative energy with uh, solar panels and uh, and and wind turbines. And uh, it was either fast uh, feast or famine. When uh, when when the inclement weather hit, and uh, you know when when the wind pushes too much, Hello? you got to turn turn the thing down. Yeah, right. Okay. Oh yeah, you know, right. Yeah. So, can you, hear, uh, can you hear us? Well, we can hear him. I don't know if he can hear us, but uh, we'll keep uh, we'll keep plugging away there. Um, yeah, you know, and uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, there are all kinds of hidden taxes in yeah. this bill but see we had to pass it in order to, to find out what's in it she's doing this uh uh can can dance basically yeah. and and the thing is i uh, she's I, I she's rumored uh pelosi is rumored phil to be looking at uh at property in florida now and she's also rumored to be in line for the ambassadorship to Italy? get ready for this, the Vatican. The Vatican, the Vatican. yeah, yeah, yeah. A woman who has had her hands soiled with the blood of tens of millions of unborn human beings yeah. on, in the name of choice. One third, anywhere from one third to over 40% of whom were black, okay? And she's going to go be the ambassador to the heart of the Catholic Church, the heart of the Catholic faith, the Vatican. The woman is a monster, Phil. Yes. And I and do not use that term, I do not use that term lightly. 
What else? What else can you? What other description can you give to someone like that, or to Biden, who's got his yeah. hands just as dirty? Don't forget, Biden's been in. Uh, in Biden was in, uh, in, in 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 the federal government before Roe versus Wade, so he's got just as much blood on his hands, Ron, yeah. Phil, yeah. as Nancy Pelosi does. And Nancy Pelosi, Ron, is going to be the new uh, ambassador to the Vatican when she retires. Yeah, how's that grab yeah. you? And and the situation with that uh, with that abortion thing is they have uh, almost gotten to the point where they have convinced people that that is a constitutional right for a woman to be able to choose whether or not to kill her baby. Now, if it's not in the Constitution, how is it a constitutional right? Exactly right. And, 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 but what is in the Constitution is that baby in that womb's right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm -hmm. That's in the Constitution. And so, you know, they have to twist arms and, uh, and, and uh, people that consider themselves to be uh, a member of the church, mm -hmm. some, somebody's teaching them wrong. When, that, when those people stand up and defend that woman uh, that has that baby in her womb to, to, uh, to yeah. destroy that baby, they're not taking into consideration at all that baby's right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right. which again is in the Constitution. Yeah. Well, see, it's like it's like the, the days, I'm sorry, gentlemen, I was disconnected that something happened and uh, I was disconnected uh, somehow. But um, <clears throat> the thing is, is that just like during the days of uh, early England, remember when the Protestants uh, fought against the Catholic Church because the Catholic Church was not allowing people to read the Bible and so they, the people did not know and they just believed what they were told as opposed to studying for themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with the Constitution today. And yeah. Phil, you're correct when people run around thinking that, oh, I have a right, I have a right, I have a constitutional right to an abortion. Well, that's because that's what they were told and they never, they're too lazy to read for themselves. And uh, see, that's the difference between people today and an individual like Frederick Douglass who came out of slavery, who could have remained a bitter man, but he said, well, let me check this, this literature out for myself. That's right. And, and when he learned for himself, he says, well, it's not like what those uh, Democrats and, uh, and uh, my uh, mass, former masters told me. This, mm -hmm. is, this, is what, this is wonderful here. And he grew to love this country until mm -hmm. uh, his dying day. So yes, yes. We, yeah. we, have to, we have to make sure that uh, going forward that we start finding ways to get the truth to the people, to, especially to the young. Uh, it, it, they have to learn, they have to read the Constitution for themselves. They cannot continue to be just spoon-fed whatever yeah. the heck the, the Democrats and the rhinos want them to, to have and, and to act accordingly based upon their misinformation. Well, you know, they, uh, they, they were able to strip the religious uh, presence out of the public schools. And that's why a lot of our young people have glossed right over reading about that and, and join in with Pelosi and, and that crowd mm -hmm. and talk about their constitutional right to an abortion. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and the, the, these kids are very, very uh, almost to the point of violence yeah. in, 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 in their defense of that idea that that's some kind of a constitutional right that uh, 
that they have. And that is uh, that is sad because that's one of the reasons why we are behind all of the other uh, nations in the country, uh, all of the, uh, the industrialized nations. Oh, man. Uh, we have out of the uh, hour, guys. Yeah, wow. so it by fast. <laughs> yeah, so folks, if you can hear, we're going to go to a break, but uh, we will be right back soon as these messages get to you. So stay tuned and uh, get your calls ready because we've got another half an hour to go. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Hello, I'm Milt, and this is Logically Speaking Uncensored, a United States essential, English only. One of the most effective mechanisms of warfare Social conflicts and politics is the tactic of divide and conquer. The tactic of divide and conquer has been a mainstay of despots and tyrants for centuries. Even the Bible admonished in Mark 3.25 that a house divided against itself cannot stand. Before the United States became a nation, the seditionist lawless forces allied with England employed the tactic of divide and conquer. Modern day liberals, also known as Democrats, the heirs of the loyalists, have refined the tactic into a formidable weapon of mind destruction. The Civil War is a prime example of the death, devastation, and mayhem that results when a nation is divided. People by the thousands died and suffered due to the liberals' dedication to a political ideology of segregation, separation, and slavery. Liberals glory in their ability to camouflage their tactics and repackage them under the banner of political correctness. Liberal efforts to subordinate the English language is part of their plot to implant Spanish as a linguistic wedge to balkanize the United States into socialistic, anti-American enclaves. There are many foreign languages spoken in America, so what makes Spanish more important than others? The answer? Liberal political pandering, which allows them to perpetrate the fraudulent entity called Hispanics and create more hate America first victims to exploit. The English language is the most widely spoken language in the world. Air controllers, ocean navigators, the internet, space explorations, as well as international commerce and financial transactions are conducted as a rule in English. For years, liberals have fought any attempts to ratify English as the official language of the United States because liberals despise patriotism and national unity, for they are impediments to their philosophy of divide and conquer. And they know that you cannot solidify patriotism or secure national unity without a national language. The primary language of our founding fathers was English. The Federalist Papers, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, 
the Constitution and our laws of jurisprudence and congressional legislation are composed and written in English. Making English the national language of the United States is a prerequisite for our sovereignty and is essential for our survival. If we want America to remain strong and united, we who are aware of the liberals' nefarious tactic of divide and conquer must make English only a constitutional reality. There should be no exceptions in this matter, and any citizen or politician, especially Republican, who does not support the English-only proposition is not an American patriot. For national unity is impossible without a unified language. I am milk, logically speaking, uncensored saying, think about it. And thanks again for uh, Milt uh, Harris. That is uh, a very, very timely commentary because of the chaos on the border. Boy, every time I, I see a reporter that, I, you know, I just get very, very, very angry because, I mean, this is, this is sheer nonsense that uh, that people would be allowed to just walk across our borders and the president of the United States acts as if he's, he's indifferent and doesn't, uh, doesn't believe that you, if you don't have a border, you don't have a country. He, he, he understands that, but he, yeah. he's doing it strictly for one thing, and that is for Democrats to, to control the votes of a major block for the next 200 years. That's all Democrats have ever wanted. And we, we, we know what uh, Lyndon Johnson said about it. The, uh, the famous uh, president of civil rights. And, uh, and for some reason or other, we, you can't get people to understand that what the government gives, it can take back in spades. Just like and, Jefferson said. <laughs> yep, and we are in a position right now where we are allowing the country to be overrun, <laughs> and the, the the was the major uh, minority in this country, the number one mi minority, uh, Black Americans. You know, they they uh, believe what the Democrats sell them. Because the Democrats wrap it up and tell them it's free, mm -hmm. and and you can't get them to understand that that uh, uh, things like uh, this verdict uh, come down yesterday, where uh, they they uh, freed this man because he was defending himself. That principle reflects on every person in this country. If you defend the Constitution, you defend every person in this country. Mm -hmm. And now, if you, if you want to start taking exceptions because of race, we know who that, that made that exception about race, that the, the everyday principle. That was the Democrat Party. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. But and, it's about division. 
If you yeah. can't, you cannot get people to understand that uh, that if 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 your rights come from God, and you got somebody to protect those rights, that's the that's the the situation that you want to be in. No other country in the world offers that except the United States, and well, we are trying well, to get so rid of it. Well, Phil and Ron, there's, and you're talking about civil rights versus constitutional rights. It's, exactly. it's as simple as this. Civil rights are rights that are granted by the state, which means yep. they're not inalienable. They can be taken away at a whim for any pretext whatsoever. Constitutional rights are rights that are granted. Unalienable rights as set forth in the Constitution, uh, in the uh, Declaration and laid down as such. They come from God. God. Unalienable means that they cannot be taken away unless you yourself violate them, and then, and then you give up. Then you give up those rights unless you, if you commit some terrible and deprive somebody else of their unalienable rights, you are liable to have yours taken away. And that's yeah. why we have. That's why we have a, a, a legal system is to protect the citizenry. Again, it goes back to what I said earlier. If the governor of the state of Wisconsin had done his job and protected the citizens of Kenosha, we would not have seen this travesty. Well, well, thank God we averted this travesty, but that should never have taken place in, in, in the beginning. Rittenhouse could have stayed, would have stayed in, uh, in, in Illinois. There would have been no reason for him to come over to, uh, to help out because there would have been no riots or, or the disturbances would have been greatly reduced in intensity. But he uh, well did do his job. And, 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 and you know, that's what's got me so mad about this. And the involvement of government in everything is, is being shown to you right now with the government mandating that you take a, a, a vaccine that the president himself that uh -huh. is pushing these mandates said when the uh, former president was in power, the one that brought us this vaccine it's miracle, yeah. yeah yeah and he he said i'm not taking the vaccine anything that trump has anything to do with yeah. it i don't want anything to do with it. yeah and then he became president he took it <laughs> yeah and well, he, he took, took it and run with president. it he took a he took a placebo i think along with kamala harris i think a lot of them took placebos yeah and they're sicking these these nasty uh, uh, shots on on the american people and you see how they use uh -huh. black uh stars to try to persuade blacks to to take the shot uh they used hank aaron he got on television in atlanta and said uh we we should uh, go ahead and, and take this shot well 18 days later he's he's pushing daisies um and other individuals have been used have been pimped out by the vaccine police yeah. Because it's all about control, gentlemen. It's yeah, just yeah. like, do you remember under Ali Obama when he legalized what's called PSYOPs for right. the American people? Mm -hmm. And this is, in my opinion, what's going on today with the American people and this vaccine situation. When you, yeah. when you have a situation where you can bring fear upon the American people through situations that are produced by the government that's called that's part of what's called psyop and 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 yeah. and you are and this this country this this government is guilty of that 
Now, he, I don't think it was passed by Congress. I think that uh, he just uh, wrote it in or whatever himself. Executive, an executive order, yeah. Yeah, executive order. Right. So if, if, if Congress would have, you know, had their brains in gear, they could easily uh, get rid of that. Yeah. So. Um, well, that's, that's, that's why I'm saying this, this election coming up, you know, people keep talking about this red wave. People use your vote intelligently. We've got to understand what it is that we're trying to do. Hey, let's uh, let's get a, a little bit of a different opinion here. We're going to go to the, the lines and uh, we're going to go to Ed from Epsilon. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. <laughs> Good morning, my brothers. You know, I was listening to you and you, you, you mentioned, hey. I believe you mentioned Kenosha again and Kyle. And it just triggered off something in me. I realized that last night there were no riots in Kenosha. There were some in Portland, of all things, which was nowhere near, might be on the same latitude, but uh, nowhere near Kenosha, Wisconsin. And I'm wondering, hmm, did those people figure that armed defense of property is legal now? (laughs) You know what? You know what else happened, Ed? When they started, they did start a little skirmish in front of the courthouse in Kenosha. But what happened is this police sweeped right in immediately before any big or major events occurred. And and they arrested one woman who was marking up the sidewalk. And so when they realized that they're not going to take anything, that also is the the reason I believe that uh, nothing really jumped off major in Kenosha. But you've got to take what I think it was called the window... Something yeah, like, broken windows. Broken, broken window. window yeah. Wall. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, better, that's better a year late than never. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, uh, it, it all boils down to the what, what is the purpose of government? What's the function of government? Protect the people. The, yeah. the governor of. And I guarantee you guys, if uh, if Scott if Scott Walker were sitting in that governor's chair, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Well, the current governor of Wisconsin is an activist. Is is a leftist activist himself. So yeah. what, wasn't there some? Well, do you feel yeah, oppressed by your government? Do you feel oppressed by your government? What did he say? Pardon me, I didn't get that. It's broken up. I think he's breaking up. Yeah, you broke up. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, oh, but, I thought uh, I lost the, you guys. The, I hung the, up. The, Sorry. The um, he's back with us. I think the uh, the broken windows principle is uh, what. The Black Lives Matter guy was uh, telling the new newly elected mayor that if he went back to those principles, that it would be blood and all of that. And uh, man, that just shows you that uh, that people are um, averse to yeah. to uh, law what? and order. And but we you know what, Bill? Uh-huh. If, I, if I were that mayor, I would say, "Bring it on. We're going to have we, then. Uh, that's what we're going to do then, and we're going to test your theory." Well, that's now, what he he did. He did stand up and say that he was he was going to do that. He was going to yeah. implement that. So I'm 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 looking to see yeah. what the what the outcome of that's going to be. But that's what what works is yeah. what works, and it needs to be done because uh, there's no excuse for an incident happening, and then the the justice department gets gets it right the jury process gets it right yeah and then we have uh, people say well it was wrong because of racism the old <laughs> bear comes up again and 
and is responsible for uh, for something that is being done in the correct manner. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like it's time for the Edwards Notebook, huh? And uh, great. Well, we'll take it away, Derek. The U.S. House Committee on Financial Services has proved negative that when government is not held within constitutional confines, evil things go bump in the night. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee. For years, leftist government bullies have been trying to configure ways to bring our nation's energy supply companies to financial ruin in an effort to make we the people more susceptible to the moods, attitudes, and dictates of government cabal figureheads hell-bent on literally destroying our exceptional nation way of life. They are working feverishly to bring about irreparable damage in order to permanently snuff out the torch of liberty while seeking to kill off the remaining vestiges of this being one nation under God with liberty and justice for all. Regime leader Biden, Nasty Pelosi, The Squad, Lizard Cheney, and many others believe they have the final say in how this all plays out. I say they will be proven wrong if we the people will have eyes to see and ears to hear and act under providential guidance. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the Ron Edwards American Experience via the Ron Edwards. Com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Well, thanks so much, uh, Ron, for another another exciting uh, commentary. Uh, and it's right on point, as usual. You left, you left out one name, though, Dr. Fausti. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Is that, isn't, uh, didn't uh, Tony Fauci uh, belittle uh, our uh, concern that our freedoms were being Yes. eroded. Uh, this is not about your freedom. And all. Man, <laughs> yep. man, oh, man. Well, we got Thanksgiving coming up Thursday. Um, you know, a uh, uh, day to be with uh, friends, family, uh, to travel. Uh, and uh, let's not forget who we're thanking for our good fortune being Americans, for the, the plenty that we uh, that we have surrounding us. Uh, great, uh, you know, beautiful homes, uh, you know, uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful, uh, all kinds of material possessions and that type of thing. Um, we we don't have the we don't have the state to thank. We have the man upstairs, Almighty God. Yeah, that's called liberty. And, uh, you know, that's it's called not liberty. Just called not, freedom. It, it ain't just freedom. It's liberty. The, that's right. See, liberty. Yeah. It, liberty is freedom with responsibility. That's correct. Yeah, true that. Absolutely. And and, and we need to protect that more so than anything that we got uh it, it it may not seem important right now when uh when we are basically in a peaceful situation but if it ever comes to the point where uh it'll be brother against brother again like it was earlier and this is where uh i say i'm i'm almost at that point i know a lot of other people are but I am ready yes, to. I, I would like for somebody to say, you know what, you you want to be a communist nation, you know, let's divide this country up. You get over there on that side, and we'll stay on this side, and we never the twain to meet, you know, because I'm telling you, I I will not want to live 
in a socialist communist country. That's all it is to that. Well, tell them to move. Why, why should why should we put up with that garbage? Okay. Yeah, that's I agree. Yeah, Absolutely. I agree. But you yeah. notice uh, very few of them are flocking to Cuba. Very few of them are flocking to Venezuela. Uh, yeah. We're the caravans heading south. You know why? Yeah. You know why they're not leaving? Because they want to destroy this country. Yeah. This country is the only physical uh, entity that is a bulwark against their philosophy. That's right. And they want to stay here and destroy the United States of America. That's what the, why they're do destroying our cities, our beautiful cities like San Francisco, Portland, Seattle. Uh, they already destroyed our manufacturing base in Cleveland, Detroit, in Pittsburgh, and yeah. Birmingham, Alabama, which was a steel center of the South. Yeah. Uh, so and that's that's why I say that the people organizing and, and voting, once they organize and vote, they better understand that in order to whip that inflation bugaboo that's coming along, we have to begin to make things in this country again. And, yeah. and, and we need to do it from city to city, state to state, and community to community, regardless of what the federal government has to say about it. Because that's in the Constitution, too. That's right. Interstate commerce. And we need to do that instead of uh, uh, allowing China Joe to keep us tied to the Chinese yeah. for making well, our know, good. Well, you know, I, I, I think about you know, all, the, all the great things that I possess in my life. Um, I am so thankful that I have two beautiful nieces, uh, Emmy and uh, Savannah, recently born. Uh, you know, they're, they're, two, they're two beautiful young ladies. And, uh, that's, that, to me, is, is what uh, you know, it, 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 Thanksgiving is about family. Okay? Yes, it is. What, what we have and what, 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 draw, what brings us close together, not what repels us or sets us apart from each other, you know. And so that's that's just a little bit of a rumination on my part, but uh, family has been always been extremely important to me, and I know well, it is to you guys. Well, you and, know, Bruce and Phil, uh, my dad used to tell me, and he told me this quite often, that a nation is only as strong as her families. Mm -hmm, and, yeah. if and, and if it ever comes a point where our families are broken apart, then you will witness the destruction of this nation. He used to tell me yeah. that when I was a little boy. Well, we've seen the destruction of the black American. Uh, family. family in this country and yeah. it is not pretty you see what that has led to yeah. and it yeah. was very quick wasn't it yeah. Between, yeah. because in the yeah. 40s and 50s black Americans had more intact families than any other race in the country yeah and, and, group, exactly. and, and then see, when that's, the, that's uh, why they're going after the uh, that's why they're going after all families now they yeah. see the black community was like a yeah. petri dish was yes. like a petri dish exactly. and how to destroy a society. <laughs> once they once they mastered that, they said, "Oh, we can do, we can do this to the entire country." And so now mm -hmm. you're seeing what happened to the black community in the 1960s after the bastardized <laughs> rights movement. Now that's what's going on in the government schools of of the white community in suburbia. And right. if, yeah. we if we don't nip this in the bud, my friends, it's going to be hell on earth. If yeah. the majority community is destroyed uh, intellectually and spiritually in what they're uh, doing now, so we we have our work cut out from for, from for us. I'm optimistic because I believe we can still win this thing. Yeah. But as each day goes forward and we're not really engaged, fully engaged, uh, it becomes more difficult. And um, that's 
that's the that's, purpose. That's why, that's, that's why we need to have the Moms for Liberty group and the FEC United group leading the way in, the, in this great awakening now that I think we're starting to see as far as yep, the education yep. system is concerned. Uh, Ron, uh, uh, it's great to see you as always. Uh, Phil, you know. It's great to be seen. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's even nicer to be had. <laughs> yes. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. And, uh, I'll see you guys. God bless America and may America bless God. Say hi to Mary Phil. God will. Will do. Take care, Derek. Take care, Ron. Take care. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the Roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.